The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WHIO and Cox Media Group. This hour is sponsored by Take-Two Healthcare. America's top talk shows with breaking news, traffic, and weather. WHIO! W-H-I-O. And good morning, everybody. Thank you for that. We are here. We are ready to give you a quick 30-minute show this morning. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer joining you live in studio today. And with really no further ado, we're going to jump right into it because we don't have a lot of time today. But if you haven't heard me before or any of us from our office, uh, we are Take-Two Healthcare. We're a chiropractic, nutrition, acupuncture, and thermography clinic uh, located in Washington Township right on State Route 48 in between Whip and Ron Roads. You can find us on the web at Take-TwoHealthcare.com. That's the word take, T-A-K-E, then the number two, healthcare.com. So I was reading a couple articles this morning getting ready for today's program. And what I found was pretty interesting, and I, and I kind of knew all this already, but there were some, some new tidbits that I picked up. So I'm going to start by reading you a list of side effects, and then we're going to talk about the drug that causes them, or the class of drugs that cause them. So here are the side effects. Chest pain, rash, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, abdominal pain, constipation, gas, upset stomach, heartburn, fatigue, flu, Muscle and joint pain or weakness, muscle cramps, localized pain, headache, dizziness, sleep disturbance, depression, anxiety, nervousness, urinary problems, common cold, runny nose, cough, shortness of breath, upper respiratory infection, vision disturbance. Less common side effects are skin problems like rash, itching, hives, dryness, and hair loss. Loss of sexual function or drive, decreased appetite, fever, flushing, allergies, swelling of the head or neck, and muscle weakness. So I purposely didn't go through them as quickly as they do on the commercials because I don't think that's very fair. But this list of side effects, as some of you have probably already guessed, is linked to statin drugs. And more specifically, Pravacol, Pravacol, however you want to say it, or Pravastatin. And, and maybe even more important than the side effects listed for that medication are the potential and possible nutrients depleted. And why in my work as a clinical nutritionist is that part important? Well, let's cover what the nutrients depleted are first, and then we'll dive into each one and figure out what those things do for our bodies. So vitamin A, possible nutrients depleted by Pravacol or Pravastatin, one of the commonly prescribed statin drugs to lower cholesterol. Vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K, those four are the fat-soluble vitamins. We'll come back and talk about those. Vitamin B12, commonly known as the energy vitamin. Calcium, folic acid. Iron, magnesium, potassium, and coenzyme Q10. So if those are the list of potential nutrients depleted, in some ways with just a very limited understanding of how those nutrients work in our bodies, we can start to put together the pieces as to why some of those side effects might pop up. If, if for no other reason than putting that drug in depletes those vitamins. Those vitamins all serve unique purposes in each cellular interaction in our body. So vitamin A, what is that commonly known as? The nutrient to help with vision. Okay, vitamin A is one of the most common nutrient deficiencies on the planet. Okay, D is up there too, and magnesium is number four. Uh, but, but A and D and magnesium are all in the top five for nutrients that are most commonly depleted across the globe. Because why? We can't always get them in our diet. So in order to make up for that deficiency or that loss from just dietary means, we have to take supplementation. 
So vitamin A, vitamin D. Of course, you've heard us talk until we're blue in the face about how vitamin D is good for the body on so many other levels. I could probably give you 3,000 literature citations to show you why vitamin D is important, but that's not the focus of today's program. CoQ10, another really essential ingredient in terms of if we're going to fight off muscle weakness and joint pain and problems arising from statin therapy, then CoQ10 has to be a targeted nutrient. And I say targeted nutrient. We have to know how much the person needs, how much they have, and how long it might take to get their levels back up to speed. And so CoQ10 can be given in a variety of forms. My favorite form to use at the office is called ubiquinol. And when we give 100 milligrams of ubiquinol, we actually give the body the working machinery to convert into 300 milligrams of CoQ10. So that's pretty powerful stuff. And um, that nutrient goes a long way in helping the heart, which this, this uh, beginning part of the article that I, that I brought with me today for this program is really about an article published in the midst of this pandemic that we're still in. In January 2021, they published an article in a journal called Atherosclerosis, and it quietly revealed that people taking statin medications had a higher rate of cardiovascular events than those that were not on statins. Here's a staggering statistic. If we really think that statins are going to be a potential life extender, here's what the statistics show. They showed in a study of over 28,000 people on these medications in the UK, so the study came from the UK, they found that the intake of statins could potentially extend your life, are you ready for this, by only 3.2 to 4.1 days than if you didn't take the drug when you made no other lifestyle changes. So here's another key piece that the article focuses on, and that is when we know or understand that somebody's having a difficult time regulating cholesterol levels in their body, maybe it's not cholesterol that's the problem. What about looking a little bit deeper at a couple of the steps prior to how the body actually makes cholesterol in the first place? What about thyroid function? That's a big area. Thyroid's the quote-unquote thermostat in the body, regulating temperature, hormone output. And when we talk cholesterol, the sterol part of the word at the back half of that cholesterol word, so S-T-E-R-O-L, means hormone-derived or hormone-derivative. So if we want to have good hormone control, we have to have good thyroid function. That's one area to look at. Um, the article says, need to pay close attention to the ratios of cholesterol. So looking at how many of those HDLs are present versus the total. And then actually also comparing how many HDLs are present to the total number of triglycerides. Which, if, if you know a lot about how the lipid panel is read, triglycerides are not part of the total cholesterol numbers. Total cholesterol is made up of HDL, LDL, and VLDL. That's it. Triglycerides are kind of given under that panel, but they're a separate and, and distinct entity. But in the testing, in, in what we do at the office on each and every patient we see in terms of blood lab analysis, we need to assess two things that are a standard part of our testing. Standard part of our 55-point panel, not, not even our big baseline panel, but just our foundational panel that we do, ferritin levels and GGT. Now, GGT, if you don't know, it's gamma-glutamyl transpeptidase or gamma-glutamyl transferase. It's, it's written both ways. But ferritin and GGT specifically measure levels of inflammation in the body. 
And we have long known and understood that it is not cholesterol that really is at the root of causing some of these cardiovascular issues, but that the real root of the problem is inflammation. And if we took a look at our exercise patterns, our dietary habits, our habitual intake of substances that we know the body doesn't need to work well, then we can make a huge change here. And looking at some of these levels really sets us on the right course for putting together a more comprehensive treatment plan rather than just that knee-jerk reflex of, need to give you this statin, need to bring your numbers down, that'll help you. Really, it's going to add 3.2 to 4.1 days. Is it worth it if by the time you reach your 80th birthday, your brain is mush? And I say brain is mush because we know that the intake of these medications can really drive other conditions. And some of the other conditions include diabetes, dementia, and there are others as well. But those those conditions do pop up as a, as a result of long-term statin intake. And so I guess the real question is, what could we do instead? And if the statins worked as well as they're reported to do so, how come heart disease remains the number one cause of death and killed far more people in the UK last year than COVID alone? So if, if we really want to get to the bottom of this, we're going to have to look deeper. We have to look further. And we have to assess the body in a more step back and comprehensive approach rather than just zooming in to look at the cholesterol numbers. Those are important. We need to know what those are, but we need to know what got them that way in the first place. Are the sugars out of balance? How's the kidney function? Is the gallbladder missing? And therefore we can't get good fat breakdown. We already know that with the statin drugs, we get a nutrient depletion of the four fat soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. When the gallbladder is missing, we get a 40% reduction in absorption of those nutrients. So now we've got a double, triple, quadruple whammy already lining up. Uh, It's something we do well with. It's something we test thoroughly for and can help people with in order to keep their bodies protected for the long term. So if you haven't known yet about the kind of testing we do, there are all sorts of detailed case studies uh, and testimonials on our website at take2healthcare.com. But that's hopefully what you turn in, tune in each Saturday for, is to hear about some of the good cases we've worked on and, and really just uh, the type of people that we help. So if you have conditions like MS, lupus, yes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, insomnia, Maybe you're dealing with cancer and you're going through treatment, but you want more help. Or maybe you're going through cancer and you don't know where to start. Uh, Those are all types of things that we help patients with. And do we treat cancer? No. But do we work with people to get their bodies healthier? Absolutely. Uh, Vitamin D status is another huge issue. Uh, Certainly as we continue to roll forward through our winter months, uh, as cold and flu season arrives, maybe it never left, but it's it's here now. So vitamin D status is, is of the utmost importance, specifically during this time of the year, but all all year long. And I don't hesitate to take five to 10,000 IUs, even in the summer months, on vitamin D intake. We just can't get enough from our food. We're going to take a break. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer this morning on WHIO. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. And we are back, rolling very much. Thank you, thank you. It is Dr. Andrew Dyer here for the last couple minutes before we turn our attention to UD basketball. But in a study on statin drugs, there was one that showed patients with mild cognitive impairment had double the risk of dementia 
when using lipophilic statins, and I'll give you the names of those drugs, Lipitor, Zocor, Lezcol, and Altoprev, which dissolve more readily in fats. And this Harvard article claims that uh, those same drugs that increase the risk of dementia may lower your risk of liver cancer, which is not a choice any patient should have to make. There's also evidence to suggest people taking statins have twice the risk of being diagnosed with diabetes than those who do not, and taking the drug for longer than two years triples the risk. One of the scientists from the Ohio State University explained in a press release the fact that increased duration of statin use was associated with an increased risk of diabetes, something we call a dose-dependent relationship, makes us think that this is likely a causal relationship being found. We know that the body needs cholesterol to live, and it needs the right balance to live well. But is cholesterol the only problem when it relates to heart disease? We have a very specific blood panel that we like to run on our, on our cardiac patients, and really on all patients. They could all benefit from knowing these numbers. And, it, and it's called the Advanced Coronary Panel. And what it shows us are 18 different biomarkers that specifically take a look at the balance of omega-3s, omega-6s in the body. Then we have some specific amino acids, ADMA, SDMA, a couple that are very, very specific to showing us atherosclerosis, so that that progression of arterial wall stiffening, which we know is is a greater risk for high blood pressure and other problems that are coronary-related. And so knowing these numbers can really help us put together a more comprehensive treatment plan for you because it might well be that your cholesterol numbers look good superficially, but maybe there's a high degree of inflammation that's creating a bigger problem. Let's jump back just briefly to those potential nutrients depleted, even just by the one statin drug called pravastatin or pravacol. Vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K. Okay, four fat-soluble vitamins. We talked about those. But what about the minerals? Calcium, magnesium, potassium, even iron. Those help with what in the body? They help with skeletal muscle and cardiac muscle function. If we have too little potassium, or if we have way too much potassium, the heart cannot beat in normal rate and rhythm. That's pure, unadulterated physiological fact. If potassium is imbalanced, the heart fails to work normally. So, if the drug depletes or allows an excess, well, in this case, depletion of potassium, that's a problem, right, from a cardiac perspective? Sure, we can give potassium to make up for some of the differences, but what if we could just fix the problem in the first place without imbalancing those things? What about B12? B12 is an energy nutrient. If we have 65, 75, 85-year-old patient on some of these medications and it depletes B12 and they can't get up and move, they will stiffen up, tighten up, and shrivel up. And that is not the progression you want in your golden years. Not to mention CoQ10, a whole litany of nutrients that these drugs basically just suck right out of the cells. And it's CoQ10 that is involved in every cellular Cell-to-cell communication in the body requires CoQ10 bar none, whether that's cardiac muscle, skeletal muscle, bones, eyes, joints, teeth, skin, nails, hormones. CoQ10 is involved in all of it. It's a nutrient transporter. It's an antioxidant. It helps to maintain atherosclerotic health so that we don't have that progression of that condition. Uh, But we have so many different good options there. 
I know our time is winding short for today. I'm glad you were able to tune in this morning and, and hear us live on this Saturday. We'll be back next week with a full hour teed up for you. Good luck to the UD Flyers. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to Dr. Andrew Dyer this morning on 1290 AM WHIO. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk.